ensemble can be seated. So good to see you today. Amen. Thank you for coming. Everyone knows the pandemic that we are facing, but I'm glad you still came to the house of God today. Amen. I'm looking forward to the time when we can get it behind us so that we can be free in our worship and our praise. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm going to be reading over in the book of Genesis, chapter number 2, one verse of Scripture. One verse of Scripture. It'll be on your screen if you have not brought your Bibles, but I encourage you to do so. Bring your Bibles to church. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm humbled at the way the Lord prepares hearts or attempts to prepare hearts for the message. Every single time the Lord moves upon my daughter to give songs that can create an atmosphere that we can receive the word of the Lord. She has no idea what I'm going to be preaching. But yet, it seems like it's always in sync. Amen. And I'm very thankful for that. Amen. Genesis chapter 2, verse 18. One verse of scripture there. And it says, And the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helpmeet for him. Amen. You may be seated. I want to try my best today to bring this thought to you. It is not good for you to be alone. I've got a long ways to go in this message so that you'll understand where God is trying to get us. It's not good for you to be alone. From the very beginning, God began to work. He reconditioned the earth. He said, let there be light, and there was light. He began to cause the waters to separate, form the sky, bring the land from the waters. He began to say to the waters, come forth with life. From the earth, he brought forth animals. Why was he doing this? For his own pleasure? No. Eventually, he made the animals, and he made man from the earth. Again, why was he doing that? Just for his pleasure? No. It goes on to say that he planted a garden, and he called it Eden. And he put in that garden everything Adam needed to live. He said, Adam, dress it and take care of it and name every single animal. And Adam, I'll come down because it's not good for you to be alone. And I'll come down and I will fellowship with you and I will develop a relationship with you. Hear me. The whole reason God did all of this so that he could have a relationship with man or mankind. He desires that even today. He created everything that Adam needed to live. Gave him a safe place. All the animals got along. Wouldn't that be nice? It had a river that was so beautiful. The only thing he asked of Adam, Adam, if we're going to keep our relationship to where I want it and you need it. Did you hear me? Where I want it and you need it, 
One thing, just one thing I ask of you. You can eat of any tree you want to, but one. That's all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking, Adam, is that you do not eat of the tree that I set in the very midst of the garden, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That's all I'm asking. And if you don't do that, we're going to get along fine. I'm going to come visit you and fellowship with you and we're going to create this relationship like a father and son. Hear me now. But then God began to notice something about Adam. He began to get close to Adam and he began to realize, wait a minute, wait a minute. He's enough for me. But evidently, there's something in Adam that it's not good for him to be alone. Now I realize he's not alone. I'm with him. But he needs a help me. He needs a companion. And so God began to put Adam in a deep sleep from his rib, created his wife, woman, Eve. Now, he said to Eve and Adam, continue to listen. I'm going to have a relationship with both of you now. I, I want to come down and really get to know both of you. I want to be your friend. I want to be your God. I want to have this closeness between us. And they did too. They were complete. They lacked nothing. They had it made. Just the two of them. There was no pollution. There was no crime. There was no money. There was no corona. It was just the two of them. And all the animals they got along with. They never went hungry. They had everything they wanted to eat. And God said to them, look, we'll continue this. We'll continue this relationship. You two with me and you two with each other. Hear me. I'm going somewhere. Hear me. Me with you two. And you two with each other. The only thing I ask to keep this intact. To keep it good for you. Because basically it was going to be good for God regardless. But for you Adam and Eve to keep it good. Only one thing. Just one thing. Just one thing I ask. Don't eat from the tree in the midst of the garden. The tree of knowledge of good and evil. Just one thing. That's all. Just, just one little thing. It's not like you're hungry. So all I ask is that you don't eat of this tree. We all know this story. It's a true story. And how Eve one day evidently was by herself in the garden. Adam wasn't around. Read it. And the serpent being deceptive. Hello. Being deceptive came to her as she evidently found her. You better hear me today. Evidently, she found her way to the tree. He didn't pick her up and bring her there. She made her way to the tree. Oh, I'm sensing the Holy Ghost. She made her way to the tree. Oh, she didn't bring Adam. It was just her now. There was no relationship going on with her and God or her and Adam. It was all her. It was all her. Now, I'm not knocking her because we all can do this. 
And then the enemy, while she was alone, away from her husband, away from her companion, away from God, it is not good for a person to be alone. Hear me today. God has noticed something about you and I that we must have a relationship with him and a relationship with someone else that is wholesome to be complete. If we're lacking one or the other, we will be miserable, we will be depressed, we will be all types of ugly. And you can find your soulmate in this life without God and you'll still be the same way. And so there she was all by herself. She had no one to lean on. She didn't call on God then, did she? She didn't say, Adam, come quick. There's a snake in the tree. No. She didn't say that. She began to listen. And she forgot what God had already told her. Did she really forget? No. She put it away from her. See, all of you are so quick to say she forgot. She did not forget. Just like people today do not forget what God has said, the way God has led them. They don't forget when they find themselves alone. You better listen today. When they find themselves alone and they find themselves incomplete, when they find themselves struggling, it's because they chose to put God away. And that one that gave them strength away. And now, the enemy went to work. But that doesn't mean she had to give in. And so what was the danger here? What was the danger here? The danger was, she began to go her own way. Choose her own path forgot that God had given all this. A husband that was loyal. A husband that was home every night. Oh, gosh. She never went hungry. Can I say this without you getting kind of perturbed at me? She didn't have to worry about what wearing. In other words, she didn't have to go to her closet and say, what am I going to wear today? Some of you got that. She was complete until she found herself away from what God instituted. I'm trying to reach you today. I really am. And I, 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 I want to get to my closing, but I, I can't get there till I lay some more groundwork here. So what happened? What happened? She ate. And then she took that fruit back to Adam. Adam could have said, should have said, no, let's fall on the mercy of God. But he didn't because that was his wife. Be careful how much, 
how much of you you give to your spouse that takes away from you and God. And Adam ate. And now the Lord still wanted to have a relationship. You see, God is all about a relationship. He's not about being way over here and you way over there. He's, he's about being not just close, but in us. Knowing us. Loving us. What happened? What happened when they chose, both of them now, chose their own choice? Denied everything that God had given them. All the positions that God had given them. Decided to walk their own path. Boom! All of a sudden, they began to feel, the Bible calls it unclothed. It was a physical thing, but I think it was a spiritual thing. They began to feel, what is wrong with me? Oh my, I don't even want to be around God. I want to hide from God. Oh, I'm preaching this morning. I hope some of you are listening. That's what happens to the church. That's what happens to dear saints of God. If they're not careful, they begin to yield to their own logic, their own understanding, their own choices, their own path, and immediately they begin to separate. God doesn't separate. You begin to separate yourself from God because of your choices. He only asks one thing, one thing. I'll clothe you. I'll give you shelter. I'll feed you. I'll be there. I'll even heal your body. I'll be there with you in the midnight hour. There's only one thing I ask of you. Just... Do what I ask you to do. You and I get in more trouble with our relationship with God first and then someone else that means a lot to us. When we begin to choose our way. I could spell this out, but I'm not going to this morning. When you begin to choose your way, God is still knocking. He's still reaching. But you're hiding. Can we look further at Adam and Eve for just a little bit, please? God removed them from that garden. He took away all the provisions. They took away the shelter. He said, now you got to work for it. And of course, they had some children, didn't they? Cain and Abel. Because they went their own way, what happened? It resulted in the death of Abel. What death is the result of you going your own way? The Bible calls it rebellion. What is rebellion? Can I just break it down for you? It's simply disobedience. That's all it is. It's not something great and big that we want to think it is. It's just simply disobeying the word of the Lord. Can we go to Saul, the first king of Israel? God blessed him, took him from the smallest tribe, smallest family, raised him up, gave him all of Israel. And God just said, listen, if you'll follow me, keep my commandments, I'll be with you. 
He had sons, didn't he? He had everything he needed, didn't he? He was even victorious in battle, wasn't he? Until one day, the prophet said, wait for me. Just a simple, wait for me. And so the prophet didn't come. The pastor didn't come. When the king thought he should come, so Saul went his, thank you, chose his own path. And instead of killing everything, saved the best of the flock and the king alive. And when the prophet came, Samuel, he was some kind of angry. Can I just put it that way? What have you done? How come you did not follow the word of the Lord? Oh, I followed it. Isn't that just like some of us? When God begins to deal with us in the message, begins to deal with us at home, begins to bring convictions, we start trying to find, oh, but God, I followed you. I'm telling the truth. Then what is that noise I hear? What is that here I come out of your mouth? What is it that you're talking like? How is it that you're acting this way? If you're following the Lord, how come? How come? You're having difficulties coming. Because you want to hide. You think you can stay home and hide. Oh, my Lord. You think you can hide from God's presence. And God is saying, where art thou? I'm looking for you. His whole premise is he wants, he wants to have an up-close, smell-one-another's-breath relationship. Did you get that, Charles? I'm trying to bring it down where you understand. So what happened to Saul? Okay. I'm going to take your kingdom away and I'm going to give it to another. You think that was the end of it? That was not the end of it. He lost every, every child and every grandchild but one. He even lost the Ark of the Covenant. I can't afford to go my way. I will lose out with my relationship with my family. And I will lose out with my relationship with God. And I can't be complete without them both. Oh, my Lord. Too many people are looking for a relationship before they develop a relationship with God. If they develop a relationship with God, God will say, wait. Wait till I give you the right helpmate. Wait till I bring you the right wife or husband. But they jump the gun. And they get it themselves. And then most of the time, as you know, where are they? Can I, can I tell you? Can I tell you? Most of them have to do the work themselves. Their spouse won't work. Most of them are getting beat at home physically. Most of them are getting abused at home physically because they didn't wait on the Lord. See, they, they misunderstood that relationship with someone else wasn't going to fulfill them. Their relationship with God. God did not give Adam Eve 
until they developed a relationship one-on-one. Oh, that'll preach. I said, that'll preach. Once Adam developed the right relationship with God, God said, it's not good for the man to be alone. Ow! But then we have David, a man after God's own heart. What was the difference between him and Saul? It wasn't just the tribe they were from. David's sin too, you know. The difference was this. As you study the Word of God, every time that David messed up, and God said, okay, these are your choices. He said, uh-uh, God. <laughs> There's no way I'm choosing. <laughs> you choose what will happen. So if I do mess up, God, you go ahead and choose what's going to happen. God puts me at a crossroad. Oh, no, I, I can't choose which way to go. God, you go ahead and choose for me. Why? Because I want to maintain my relationship, my intimate relationship with God. I want to maintain it with my wife and daughter and grandchildren. Do you understand? what well, I want to maintain it with you. I can't even have a relationship with you if I don't have the right relationship with God. And you can't have one with me without the right relationship with God. Wow. And what did God do for David because David was of this heart that he never said, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose this God. He said, God, you choose. The throne never departed from his house. I didn't hear all, all amen, but it's right. <laughs> Ow! Even Jesus Christ is from the tribe of Judah. From the house of David. As a man in his humanity. You see, David, David, he understood that if I don't have a relationship with God, any other relationship I have is meaningless. And so there were times... There were times in Psalms 51. Let's bring it up, please. Hide thy face from my sins and blot out all mine iniquity. Come on, read. Created me a clean heart of Created God. Created me, God. The right heart to love you. The right heart to obey you. The right heart to surrender you. The right heart, God, to say, thy will be done, not mine. The right heart, God, to say, you choose. You choose and order my steps. You choose and direct my path. Oh, my Lord, create in me, renew in me a right spirit. Amen. Amen. Cast me not away from thy presence. Oh, Lord, don't, don't, let, don't let my, my choices. Yeah, yeah. What is sin? Come on, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Sin is nothing but a choice. Yes, it is. Right. Yes, it is. That's all it is. Right. It's a choice. Amen. Don't let my choice cast me away from thy presence. Don't, don't take your precious relationship. Be spiritual for a while. His Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, is my relationship with God. It seals me. He said, listen, I don't want to just be around you. I want to be in you. I'm coming to make my abode with you. I'm coming to make... We are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. God don't want a relationship around me. He wants one in me.
Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. You see, you cannot have the joy of the Lord, which is your strength, without the right relationship with God. Amen. Can I even say this? Can I say this with a broken heart? You cannot even be content with your spouse without the right relationship with God. Amen. 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 And uphold Hold on, I know that's close to some of you, but it's the truth. It's the truth. All of a sudden, people get away from God and they begin to feel this longing. They begin to feel this wandering. They begin to feel this restlessness. So they begin to say, okay, well, he'll do it or she'll do it or that job will do it. And they find out, no, he didn't do it. somebody's listening to me I pray I pray I pray somebody's listening to me let, let me get down here to where I want to be here my daughter come I'm just about through there's no sense in me driving this home anymore than I've already done in the Lord if you haven't heard it by now you're not going to hear it and I want you to hear it why do you think people have been coming to the altar the last few services and pouring their hearts out? Why do you think these young girls that were baptized in field, why do you think that brought them there? Come on. Because they wanted a relationship that meant something. They wanted a relationship uh, that was lasting. They wanted a relationship that they could count on. I'm going to tell you right now, you can count on God. My God is always on time. I like the song. He may not come. When you want him, but he'll always be on time. The water is ready. Gowns are ready for some of you that have not been baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. It's ready for you. That's the only way you're going to get a relationship. You cannot have a relationship with God and not be born again. You have to be a new creature to serve the living God. If you're not a new creature, you're of the seed of Abraham still. Excuse me, of the seed of Adam. And that transgression separates you from God. You have to be the seed of Abraham. And that is how we get that through baptism in Jesus' name. Feel the Holy Ghost after repentance. Church, I'm going to look you. With, with hearts that care with eyes that care and I'm going to tell you I'm going to, I'm, going to, I'm going to tell you I'm going to tell you we better start working our relationship with God that's right don't look at your neighbor you need to start working I need to start working on our relationship with God I can't take that relationship for granted What's happening to many churches in the apostolic ranks is that people are losing purposely because of their choices, their relationship with God. It's not God. And the preacher preaches, pours his heart out. Some services and some sermons are hot. Or even a few, listen to me, even a few may get up and leave. They haven't rejected what me, they've rejected what I've said. 
But those that have remained, evidently, you want to work on your relationship. Children, children, you need to work on your relationship with your children. You know that. With your spouse, you know that. Then why wouldn't you have to work on your relationship with God? And that should be my most important relationship. When you go your own way, homes end up without dads and without moms. When you go your own way, your life is full of destructive addictions. When you go your own way, you lose all hope that things will ever get better. It is not good for man or woman, teenager, young adult, to be alone. It's amazing how you can get along with others when you're right with God. It's amazing how when you're right with God, you begin to look how precious they are instead of their faults. When you're right with God, you begin to say, Lord, help me through this. Not begin to criticize Him and complain and talk. When a person does that, they've lost, because of their choices, their relationship with God. It wasn't God that left. They left. One's come. Water's ready. We're ready. If you haven't been baptized today, you can't be. If you haven't received the Holy Ghost, you can. It's a promise. If you haven't prayed lately in the Holy Ghost, you can. What will you do? Stay alone? Stay alone? Begin to work on your relationship with God before any other relationship. Owie, owie. Any 